sir we're really excited to spread these nuggets with you guys um but before we do that eddie tell me something good tell me something good uh my story this week is it's a it's a rather sad story i don't want to bring down the mood of our listeners but it's it's basically a story about a couple who actually both got diagnosed with cancer um and the wife ended up dying, and actually the husband withheld treatment from himself so they could afford her treatment. Um, and she ended up passing away, unfortunately. And so after she passed away, he got better, and he kind of used her insurance money to get himself better. But what he, what he did with the rest of her life insurance policy was he donated it to other families who were also in need and you know who were struggling with medical bills. That's powerful, man. Yeah, I I, I love hearing stories like that because it's it's really people who just do stuff like that. They they understand what life is really all about. Yeah, and um, and um, to be able it's 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 very uh, self. It's just not selfish. It's very selfless. Yeah. To you know, obviously, okay, let me let me make sure I'm good. But then, like all this extra money, like you know, I just basically don't need. Right. Um, and people people. Definitely, there there are people who probably need it more. Oh yeah, uh, based on based on his situation, that's so pretty awesome. I I dream to be that selfless one day. Like that's definitely a goal of mine above a lot of other goals I have. Yeah, part of that is having that amount of money to just say, here, take my thousand dollars of lavish. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. There there probably is a part of me that would love to donate money yeah. different places, but um, I just don't have the money to donate. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to get there first, and then we'll be able to. <laughs> yeah, then, then the real test. You know, we always sit here and say, oh, yeah, I would do that. But, you know, no, I yeah. haven't had $100,000 in my lap. So. Right. No, exactly. Um, so let's see. My something good. So this one is very uh, – I'm just going to read the, um, the uh, title for our listeners. All right. Third grader born without hands adds another national award for penmanship to her trophy case. Wow, that doesn't make any sense. It 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 doesn't, and I, I remember like you know sometimes you think like oh this is clickbait and like the picture is there with her holding the trophy and I clicked on it and I watched the video and her handwriting and I I mean I sent it to you but just for our listeners her handwriting is amazing it's perfect yeah and she writes in cursive um and actually she's from she lives in the city that i live in now in chesapeake virginia and um it's just like 
yo, this is, it's really motivating when you, when you just think to yourself or you hear other people saying like, oh, I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of this. And then it's like, well, this young woman who is in third grade writes very well and doesn't have any hands and she doesn't make any excuses and she draws, she draws very well too. Um, so just always something to keep in mind. Like, I, obviously there are things that you really can't do, but let's not make excuses for things that you probably can if you put a little bit more work into them. Exactly. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. All right. So before we get into our stat for the day, I want to uh, continue to thank our listeners. Um, I want to invite everyone to follow us on Instagram at pod and family network. Um, and then to follow us on Twitter at in the black pod. And then if you have any questions to email us or hit us in the DMS, you know, whatever, but email us at in the black pod at gmail.com. Yes. Slide in our DMS. <laughs> These are the DMS you slide in. Uh huh. <laughs> it's safe. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into a little stat for today. And obviously we're on CNBC and, um, I'll, I'll just read the title for this. So, if you invested $1,000 in Apple 10 years ago, here's how much you'd have now. So $1,000 one time 10 years ago. If you invested in Apple, you would have $6,228. Now, that's, that's like a good return. Like, I would be happy with that return. However, this is kind of part of what, what we're going to talk about for the episode is when you just invest once, like, you know, one lump sum and you just do it once, like $6,000, you're not going to be rich off of that. Now, obviously, if you put in $100,000, um, you'd be up to six hundred. You'd be up to $600,000, um, you know, which is awesome. But this is kind of the thing when people, right, Eddie, people come, people have come to me like, well, I was in college and you know, after I graduated and even now, like, oh my goodness, Jelani, what should I invest in? What, what, what stocks do you see? What companies do you see? And my answer to that usually is like, okay, well, how much are you going to put in? And then when they say a number like a thousand, I say, mm, you probably need to do something on a smaller level and continue to, um, to, 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 to put money into it and treat your investment account like a savings account. Right. But we're not here. Yeah. We're not, we're not here to say, oh, well, this is how you should invest your money because taking a step back, what I've realized about what the um, African-American experience is, is that we don't even understand all of the ways that we can invest. And and I think, just speaking personally, I think our expectations are a little off Mm -hmm. as far as what we expect when we invest in certain things, especially stocks. Oh, no, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> like I mean, it's just like what you said. We we do think, oh, if we put a thousand dollars in the next big company, like we're going to become rich. I think the next. Um, let me open up my phone again. I think like the well, there's two other ones that were higher. Like if you put a thousand dollars ten years ago. If you put it in Amazon, you'd have twelve thousand dollars. Now this one's pretty big. The the, the biggest one is um, Netflix. If you put a thousand dollars in Netflix ten years ago, you'd have fifty one thousand dollars. Oh that, wow! Like. That's very, 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 very significant. But it's also very, 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 very rare. (laughs) Yeah, like ten years ago, Netflix was still like sending DVDs. I'm pretty sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who who they would they were competing with Blockbuster? Netflix is probably like 15 years old. Period. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so all that to say, um, 
let's go, let's kind of go over the different investment vehicles that we can use. And so the most common one, um, when we look at ownership, when we look at ownership for investing, um, are stocks. Stocks are very common because, you know, you turn on the TV, basically any money channel, and you see the little tickers across the bottom of the screen, and they're red, and they're green, and there's arrows, and there's numbers, and there's like three-letter and four-letter acronyms, two-letter acronyms, and even one-letter, and you're like, I don't know what this is. Um, but those are different companies. And so the way that you can get in is that you can buy, um, you can basically buy uh, in the part of the company. And so, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be your stock. And so what happens is you may think like, oh, well, why would I, why would I like give, you know, a company some of my money to, because what they're going to do is they're going to invest it. They're going to do like research and development and they're going to basically do all these things to make their company grow. But what, where it benefits us is that, you know, just like Apple, you put the thousand dollars in, the company continues to grow. Then, um, you see part of that return once you sell it. Now, uh, you usually, you usually won't you won't get your money until you sell it unless you have some unless you have a dividend. Okay. Um, and so a dividend is where the company basically just pays you. Um, some companies do it monthly, and then the company or the company pay you like um, you know quarterly, four times a year, just saying like, oh, by the way, like thanks for letting us use your money. Um, and that's also included in part of like the the return of the investment. So very huge um, to have something that you know it's giving dividends and it's going to um, and also to kind of have something that is able to provide like a, a gain in the price of the stock. But what I like I was saying before, my from my experience and what probably most people tell you like don't invest in a single stock. Um, oh yeah, gotta diversify. Yeah, and, and people think diversifying is like, oh, I have five. Like, I, a fully diversified portfolio, and I don't remember off the top of my head, it's like 20 or 25 different investments. <clears throat> like, that's a fully diverse. If you go more than that, like, that's nice, but you kind of have already taken away most of the risk once you get to a high number. Like, uh, I think it's I'm, uh, it's definitely over 20. And so, um, you know, there's not like, oh, my goodness, what's the next one stock I can buy and put all my eggs in the basket? No, definitely would have recommended that. Um, so then we can go on to the second type of like ownership, uh, type of investing is going to be real estate and real estate is so huge. Um, it's, it's a big part of, you know, uh, wealth for families in America. But when I say investing in real estate, I don't mean just like, Oh, I want to buy a house to live in. Like, even though, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk bad about buying a house cause I think it's, it's a very good thing, um, you know, for your family and everything. But I wouldn't necessarily say buying a house to live in is an investment. Okay. But yeah, buying a house for someone else to live in or buying real estate for someone else to take up and, and pay you rent so that you can pay the mortgage with their rent and that um, you can basically, or and also, you know, pocket money. So that's really what the investing is. And um, it can be, you know, single family homes. It could be duplexes. It could be... Um, multifamily like apartments or condos uh it could be commercial real estate it can really just kind of be it could be land to lease out to you know the farmers if you live like out in the country um you know whatever um so that's kind of the way that i view investing in real estate and there's i mean there's so many different like i work for a real estate company um now 
um, like not selling real estate, but just like with the acquisitions uh, team. And so there's just so many different rules and laws and different ways you can kind of like structure financing and everything um, to really, you know, make some money for yourself. So um, the third thing, the third thing I would probably uh, put there for ownership is precious objects, right? And this is not something that I necessarily uh, have experience in, um, but it would be anything like uh, owning gold. Okay. Um, yeah, or owning like, you know, $10,000 pieces of arts or like baseball cards um, or football cards or basketball cards or um, what's something you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, uh, but we were talking about this earlier. Oh, yeah, like shoes. Like, just sneakers. Oh, yeah, like, you know, like limited edition shoes. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not really familiar with that market myself, but I have friends who are, and you'd be surprised how much some of these shoes are worth. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, some of my friends they literally have shoes that they're never gonna put on their feet. Now, mind you, my mindset is if, if I'm gonna buy shoes, I'm gonna wear them. Yeah, but I'll I, wear them until it's time to throw them away or or, or donate. You know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. But I have friends who will never put their feet in some shoes because it's just worth more not to wear them than it's to wear them. So yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and so things like that. Like I think the important thing to remember and. and kind of like most investors or all investments, like you're really only going to get the money when you sell it. So yeah, right. you can have that $10,000 baseball card sitting in, you know, that uh, glass pouch, but like, it's not, it's worth it. It's worth whatever, however amount of money, but you're not going to get the money until you sell it. Like we all know. Um, so after precious objects, one that's, one that's very interesting. And, you know, I, I feel like, it's, uh, most people should do if they have, you know, a passion or something or um, they just have a skill that they can sell is a business, right? I mean, if you if you um, want to start a business, that's, that's an investment because you're basically putting money into something and you're then going to, you know, um, sell a product or sell a service and you're going to make money off it. I think a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people think of like, a business as an investment, whether it's either like you're opening a business or someone comes to you with a proposal like, Hey, um, you know, put some money in. Uh, this is my business, my business plan. Like if you, would you like to be an investor? Uh, I need 5,000, $10,000, whatever. And you can have a certain percentage of the company. I think that's a very huge one. And one that is probably, I mean, a lot of businesses fail, but like a lot of businesses just kind of do fine. And so usually, even if they just do fine, the, the small investment that you put in um, could really, you know, yield some good returns. Um, so I think that's most everything for ownership. And then we can go into, like, lending type of investments, right? Okay. So this is one, this is kind of the other side of stocks or what most people know about, and that's bonds. And so bonds are basically, like, when a company where the government um, is borrowing money and similar to like stocks because they, they kind of want to take your money. Uh, they want to take your money and use it. But bond is when they're borrowing money, but then there's like a set amount that they have to pay you back once that um, time is, is done. Right. And so they borrowed, they're borrowing this money to continue to grow. 
And because, you know, huge companies, like, they can't just go to the bank and say, hey, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase, or whatever. Like, I need $500 billion or, you know, whatever. Like, they have to go out and, and basically sell stocks and bonds to raise that money. Right. Um, but the, the, the good thing about bonds, and they made, they're definitely a lot more conservative than stocks. But like I said, it's a set. It's like a set, um, or not, not like, it is a set amount of money that you're going to get back, um, especially if it's like a very well-rated company. Yeah. So an instance would, an instance would be like, um, you know, like over 10 years, you have you get a bond, and basically at the end of that 10 years, you, you basically put in like 1000 and then at the end of the 10 years, you're going to get back 1000 right? But throughout that time, they're going to be paying you 5% a year, whatever. So every year, you get $50, $50, $50, $50. you get $500. So over that 10 years, you have $500. Plus, at the end of the 10 years, you get your $1,000 back. So that's kind of like how that works. You know, because it's, it's, I mean, it's basically like guaranteed unless, I mean, I, even if, um, even if like a company sets down, like they have to pay back, like a bond is something that they owe. So they have to pay that back. Like, even if the company sits down, it's like, okay, well, like we have to pay off all the people who bought our bonds first. And then we have to pay off, you know, like other things and everything and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's really just kind of like you're lending the money to the company. So you're basically like a bank to them. Um, so let's see. Then this is this is probably like my least favorite um, investment, and 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 not because it doesn't have a place, but I I find that so many African Americans use this because of, um, like they just don't understand other vehicles, and that's certificate of deposits. Oh uh, yeah, and you know I hear people say, oh yeah, like I put some money in a CD, and I'm just like, why? You can basically, you can, well, let me say what a CD is. Certificate, a certificate of deposit, to me, it's basically just like a savings account, um, but you keep your money in there for a set amount of time. So whether it's like six months, one year, two years, five years, whatever. And um, I think, I, I was doing some research and I saw a bank that has a CD for 2% for one year. So like, okay. That's definitely higher than a savings account because like, Very. savings accounts are like zero zero point eight. Yeah, <laughs> but like you can't touch your money. Yeah, that's so, annoying. Like, your money is set away somewhere and you can't use it. And if you do pull out, you're going to be penalized. Right. And then at the end, you're going to get if you put a thousand dollars in at the end, you're going to get twenty dollars. Like Edwin, if you give me a thousand dollars right now on a Sunday in July. And a full case of water bottles, <laughs> right? And some ice. Like I'm making more than twenty dollars profit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can hustle to get twenty dollars profit yeah. easy. If if and you so just, if you gave me a thousand dollars, I would rent a pickup truck and double it. Yeah, in a day, like easy. Um, just off of just off of moving just off of moving people's furniture off Craigslist. Like you can yeah you can do anything <laughs> um, to get twenty dollars off a thousand. And so I just, I'm just kind of like disappointed or not disappointed, but it, it just kind of breaks my heart because that's what a lot of African-Americans and minorities like, they're like, oh, well, I just put money in a CD because I want it to be safe. And it's, it's, 
it actually reminds me of the story in the Bible where um, of the talents. Mm. Like that's that's like exactly like what it is. Like you basically putting your money in a CD, you're basically just like burying it um, because you can't access it. Like obviously, like we talk about savings accounts and savings accounts. You know, whatever if you want to grow some money and um, you know basically grow the amount just the base amount that you're putting in, like, that's fine. But at least you can access it. You know, that's really kind of my problem with the CD. Um, let me see. I mean, sa- savings account is a, is a good, I guess kind of to segue, like, what I was talking about with savings account. Savings accounts are a good way to start. Like, you have to have a savings account before you start investing. Unless you're doing, let me back up. First thing that you need to do if you're trying to invest is get to your employer, like I've been preaching, 401k. That's the first thing, regardless. I don't care. Do it. Now, backing up. When you're going out to invest on your own outside of your employer, um, you you have to kind of start like a savings account to get a certain amount of money up. So it's definitely a good short-term place to hold your money and also to hold like emergency funds like we've been talking about. And then just have some money accessible. Don't don't go over here and get your thousand dollars, and then be like, "Oh, I'm just putting this CD so that's safe." You're gonna be sad. <laughs> um, so let's see. Then we have uh, this is a quick one: Treasury Inflated Protected Securities. And this is basically um, this is basically just like kind of like a bond that you can buy from the government, and it just protects your money from inflation. So if inflation like does one thing, like it will basically you'll get a return that will that will reflect that. Um, very, very low um, you know, very, very low investment. Probably something that like banks do and like very large institutions. Like we don't uh, we don't really have like any business doing something like that, especially not at our age. Um, all right, so then Finally, I'm going to get into alternatives. So you have multiple things here. You have um, a REIT, R-E-I-T is the acronym. It stands for Real Estate Investment Trust. Now, this is really cool to me, Eddie. Of course it's um, cool to you because you're, <laughs> you're a real estate nerd. Yeah, I I really like REITs. And, okay, let me back up. There was, there was like a time, you know, like when the economy went down, REITs basically were just, like, not good investments. And, I mean, just like anything with real estate, it would just kind of collapse. But, um, and they can be, they can be, they can be kind of risky. Um, but you can kind of make a REIT, like, without actually investing in, um, like, in the stock market. Like, or kind of, like, the way that I look at a REIT is, like, if I were to say, yo, Eddie, Let's get together, ten of our friends, and put five thousand dollars in, um, so that we get up to fifty thousand dollars and like buy this condo, and oh, we just okay. basically are all reaping the rewards of that. Um, that's kind of the way that I, you know you can basically put put the money in. A property management company is going to like manage manage it or whatever, and you're just going to get like a nice return, whatever couple of percent, couple percentage points, like everything's going to just basically be smooth. Um, now you want to make sure that you're doing, 
you know, the research to make sure that the company's good. And if you're doing something like where you're going to do a quote unquote read with your friends, you know, make sure you have all the um, laws set up in place so that everything's going well. Um, you have someone that's going to manage the properties. Like it's not just as easy as like, let's just pull our, pull our money together. But for layman's terms, like that's the way that I would describe it. Um, and so you can basically own a piece of real estate without owning the whole thing by yourself. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, we should do that because I don't have enough money to buy a house. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, we'll, um, we'll talk about that after the podcast. Yeah, yeah we will talk about that. Um, so venture capital, which is similar to like owning a business, but I, I, I think the biggest way that people understand venture capital is like Shark Tank, the show. Yeah. You know? Um, people come in there and they just basically pitch their ideas and they're like, okay, I'll give you this amount of, you know, 50000 for this percentage, whatever. Um, that's basically venture capital on layman's terms. All those guys out there in Silicon Valley um, who just basically do that all day, throw money around. Yeah. Um, if you, if you, hey, if you got the money, throw it. Because there's some, there's some million and even billion dollar ideas out there. Oh, yeah. Um, huge. All right. Moving, I said alternatives were last, but uh, actually last is our funds. So this is this is to me the the easiest way to get diversified in investing. Yeah, and what I would recommend um, highly um, to people getting started. And you, and actually, so when you when you do put money into your four hundred one k, you are investing, and more than likely, it's going to be a fund. Yeah. Um, and these are the different types of funds. So you have mutual funds, which are going to be a mix of investments, and uh, but they're only priced once a day. So you have a whole bunch of different stocks, and you have some gold, and you have some commodities, and you have um, bonds, and you might have some REITs in there, and you might have some growth stocks, which would be like um, the Apples and the Amazons, and you know those. And then you have like some stocks that are just kind of like steady that pay dividends which would be like some utility companies um and then you just have like i don't know like some home depot like you just basically have a whole bunch of different um investments all pulled into one so that if something happens to one company it's only like oh man well i was only messed up by five percent because i didn't have all my money into apple or home depot or into chipotle or into you know whatever um so that's where mutual funds are awesome and then, uh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so I'll say that there. So so then um, another I guess a type of mutual fund would be an index fund, right? So the index fund is basically like a mutual fund that follows um, the, the, an index. Now, and uh, one of the most popular indexes would be the, like the S and P five hundred. Yep. And so when people say, "Oh, the market." is down and the market is up today, they're really kind of talking about like the S&P 500. S&P 500 is basically just a, a whole bunch of different uh, companies and it's like their stock and their stock prices. Um, and so, but it's kind of like in one number so you have a general idea of which way it's going. Um, and so, and so, uh, yeah, so with the index fund, you basically can get a mutual fund that 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 has a piece of every property, or not every property. I'm, talking, I'm thinking real estate <laughs> of every uh, company in that fund. So you can get like S and P fund, or like 
DAO fund or like, you know, there's just, there's a whole bunch of different funds out there. Um, and it's pretty awesome because basically whatever the market does is what that fund's going to do. And if you look at, if you look at graphs traditionally or historically of um, indexes, um, it's, you know, we do have the recessions, but it's just going to, it's go, it goes up and it doesn't stop. I mean, you know, it dips a little bit like life, but when life gets you down, you got to go back up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's the index funds. Um, last two we have here are the ETFs and the hedge funds, right? So ETFs, which are exchange traded fund is an exchange traded fund is a mutual fund that can be priced throughout the day. So similar to a stock, but the mutual fund you can only buy like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, or the price is like at the end of the day. And so, but the ETF, you can just basically like purchase it like a stock and, you know, you, you can, I guess, get more favor If you're, if you're a, day trader you can get you can kind of like play the market but you know whatever um and then finally this is the this is the goal this is where we're trying to get oh yeah hedge funds all right now the hedge funds they're not regulated by um like the the uh the uh, the sec which is the security and exchange commission so it's just kind of like rules for how it's just like rules on investing, but yeah. And, but um, that, that makes it more. That makes it more risky. Um, yeah, because you can kind of just do whatever. Like you can just put a whole bunch of different types of investments together, um, and then a lot of times it could probably it could be like borrowed money, um, but it's really just kind of like companies that are like oh my goodness, this could really blow up or this could, you know, high risk, high reward. That's basically what it is. Um, but because it's also high risk, high reward, they don't just want anyone in there. So you gotta, you gotta have some money to invest like in a hedge fund. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's an elite, it's an elite, um, company, either elite businesses that are throwing in, you know, um, certain amount of billions or, or, um, certain amount of hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions. Um, you know, if you're going to do it by yourself, you have to have a certain net worth and and have a certain amount of income over a certain amount of years. Like, there's a whole bunch of different things to get in, but that's the goal. I mean, you get into a hedge fund, you you sitting pretty. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're playing with the real sharks. Exactly. Most definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just I I don't I don't want people to be um, discouraged by. Like piped by the first number of like, oh my goodness! If I only put a thousand dollars, I only get six thousand dollars. Like, that's not what investing is about. It's not just like a one-time thing that you put your money in and you just go to sleep and wake up and you have a fortune. Exactly. And before we before we get off, I want to share two apps with our listeners, just to yeah, kind of make more. investing a little more fun, a little more easier. The first app I've been using for years. Actually, I've I've been using this app since high school, um, and that's Acorn. And that's mm. and they have a lot of um, ETFs and a lot of mutual funds, and the way yeah. they do it is really cool because you can actually um, choose it towards like a certain project maybe or a certain mission that you know that's close to you. It's so like one okay. e- one e- ETF that I've invested in is actually like an environmental ETF. Mm-hmm. So they invest in a lot of um, clean energy and um, a yeah. lot of forward thinking companies like that, mm-hmm. and it's a really cool app. It's called Acorn. Um, I yeah, I I love it. I've I've enjoyed it since since college. Um, honestly, 
Yeah. Um, and I put I, I put like some little change into it, and that's it. Yeah, I haven't um, I haven't used acorns, um, but I've definitely heard good things about it. I really like acorns for um, and probably, and I hope acorns is around like when my children um, are you know old enough to kind of have like a bank account because I'll probably set that up for them. Um, because it, it's really good to learn from the beginning. Because let's face it, it's, yeah. it's similar to the way of like uh, with with investing a thousand dollars in Apple. Like you know, you're not going to get rich off of acorns. Like it's it's not going to happen. However, it's a nice like way to start and to really understand like how these things work. And I th- and you have to start somewhere. Like you can't just be like, yeah. okay, now now I'm ready to invest a hundred thousand dollars. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Start, start with a couple of dollars, start with a hundred dollars and you know, yeah. or 50. Yeah. And, um, I mean, acorn, you can start for as little as five, $10. Yeah. And, and then, and then it, it takes like, it rounds up the change that you yep. have, right? Like from your, is that how it works? Yep. Yeah. That's how it okay. works. Um, yeah. the, the second app is a, is a really cool app. I, um, actually I, I'm, I'm becoming really good friends with the co-creators of it. In fact, one of the co-creators is going to be on the Thirteen on Five show this season pretty okay. soon. Um, it's called oh. Invest U, um, I N V E S U Invest U app. Um, and it's actually created by these two black guys here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and it's kind of like Acorn, but what it does is, it's a community investment for black companies. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man. so what they That's do, dope. they do exactly what. Acorn does, you know, take spare change. Um, you can, you know, you can shop with different partners and you know, choose whatever fund you want to do yourself. But it's mm-hmm. geared toward black and other minority companies and other startups. And I think, I, I mean, I haven't really dived into it, you know, deeply. But I went to um, one of their showcases, and like I said, we're gonna have them on the other podcast pretty soon. Oh, and so dope, it's it's a really dope concept. I'm really excited, and uh, one of the companies I'm starting is gonna be on Invest You pretty soon. So. Hey, here we go. <laughs> yes, sir. The time is the time has come. <laughs> um, man. Okay, so one, I guess one way to like get started, right? Like Eddie, Eddie mentioned some good, uh, not podcasts. Eddie mentioned some good um, apps. One that I I also really like is Betterment. Oh yeah. So Better, Betterment is just a way to just like I said, just plain start investing, and you can and you can set your risk. So. You can say, "Oh, I want fifty percent stock, fifty percent bonds." If you're basically around our age, I would probably just go like ninety stocks and up, like ninety percent stocks, ten percent bonds, and then you know, just as you get older, and when I say older, I mean like if you're twenty five today, like don't really like you know monitor it, but don't basically adjust it until you get like thirty. Like just let it sit and treat treat something like your Betterment account like um, like a savings account and put in. Whatever, send out fifty dollars every paycheck, hundred dollars every paycheck, whatever you can afford, two hundred dollars, whatever. Um, and actually, just kind of stretch yourself a little bit too, and you'll find that that stuff adds up. It really does, man. Um, and I'll be able to like, you know, we'll be able to answer any questions if anyone has any questions about that. You know, like I said, reach out to us on in the Black Pod on our Twitter on Instagram. Um, but those three apps, like if you basically start with that, you're on you're on the way. Well, start with your four hundred one k. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Please, if you haven't look, Eddie, how many times have we mentioned four hundred one k in this podcast? Like, I think about three. If you're still listening and you haven't done it yet, like I'm gonna I'm gonna start judging you. 
now. Yeah, you're asleep. Because that's free money. It's free money. Yeah. Like, unless you're, you know, unless your employee doesn't offer it, like, okay, then you have to have other options. But if you out here not giving nothing, you got to do it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're robbing your future self. Mm. You're not going to be sitting on the porch drinking lemonade with us. Nope. <laughs> no, you're not. So, hey, man, that's all I got. Man, I think that's all I got, too, man. I think that's the way it is. That's what it is. See y'all later. This is in the black.